Welcome to Junior L's and Now What, episode 12. For this episode, we're going to do our top 10 family favorite games, not including video games. These are like card games or board games. To that end, we are going to start with me uh, sharing the first six. So this will be mine. Oh, wow. We were just interrupted by the four-year-old. Hi, four-year-old. Come here, Superman. Come talk. Run, run, run. <laughs> To that end, we will start with the four-year-olds. The four-year-olds' top two favorites are, uh, number one would be Uno. This was a great one because we can all play it. We simplified the rules some, but it was great to teach him colors and some numbers and letters. His second one would be a Go Fish-style game. All right, so his second favorite game is Go Fish. We put a little bit of a twist to it, and that twist comes in the form of we will buy a variety of different card games. So, uh, and not card games, um, face card styles. So, like, uh, we have one that's Fairy Tale, we have one that's Pokemon, we have one that's My Hero Academia, uh, and a few other ones. And we'll play Go Fish with them. We'll change the rules slightly. So, instead of Go Fish, it'd be like Go Pokemon or Go Fairy Tale. Part of the fun with this is you find pictures that you particularly like. And you target that set of numbers. So instead of it's just being who wants the most, it's who wants the specific ones. For example, in the fairy tale ones, we always want the queens. And if you ever get this version of cards, you'll understand why. All right, on to my wife. So my wife's two favorite are Labyrinth. So this is made by a guy or a company who makes some puzzles that we love as a family called uh, Ravensburger. Or Ravensburger. I apologize. And these are fantastically well-made puzzles, very comp or difficult, not necessarily complicated. The game itself is designed for a huge variety of ages. It's lots of fun, and it's one that we enjoy as a family. And the second one that she enjoys is Ticket to Ride. This one's pretty popular. Most of you have not played it, have at least heard of it. Not a game I would recommend for younger kids, but definitely a game for uh, older kids to mid-level kids. It's a lot of fun. It's fairly, uh, I wouldn't say complicated, but it does take a little bit to get used to the rules. The point is, is you're finding destinations and trying to get the most trains down. It's quite a bit of strategy, very little luck and randomness in this game. As far as my two favorite, I enjoy Five Minute Marvel. It's a really fun, fairly fast game where you are picking, you pick a hero, you're up against a series of villains each set of the game or round of the game takes exactly five minutes or less. You actually download an app that is uh, the voice of one or many different characters from the Marvel Universe that you'd be familiar with. And it allows you to have a lot of fun with a lot of different ages. Again, it moves fairly quickly. And if you do all six main villains, it takes about a half an hour or less. And then my second one on my list is Exploding Kittens. It's really fun. Part of the motive behind the game is to Draw cards that make it so you take the least amount of turns possible. Because if you draw a card that is an exploding kitten, you're out of the game. So it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, so those are the six games I'm going to introduce. Now I'm going to hand the time over to my 10-year-old, who's going to share his two favorites, and we'll go from there. Hi. So today I'm going to talk about my two favorite games or cardboards or like stuff like that so my first favorite game is munchkins it's a very simple yet also complicated game i wouldn't recommend people 
um, kids under five because it, it's very compu complicated to them. So, Munchkins is a board game and it involves treasure cards and you'll have to get to the goal. So, the first you shuffle the deck, then it, you deal out four treasure cards to each person and four treasure tr four door cards to each person as well. Then you all set out all of your items to go on your person and then the first person goes. Now this person will either have stuff to play down or he will kick down the door which means grab a monster card out of the deck. Then he will play it down and see if he can defeat him. If you can defeat him, then if you can defeat him, then you will either get treasures, but if you can't, you can either ask for help or you can suffer the consequences of the monster. And so then that's the end of my first one, Munchkins. Now my second favorite game is Super Fight. Super Fight is a fun game because you are arguing. So the, you'll grab two, four ability cards out of the ability deck. Then you grab two cards out of the character deck. Now you pick two people to go up against each other. Now then you play one character card down and two attributes. Then those two argue about why they would win in a battle. Now and then the other two the, the other people that are out and not playing, they can decide who wins, then that person gets all the cards. At the end, you see who gets all, who wins, which basically means whoever has the most cards. That is the end of my two favorite games. Now I will hand it over to my older brother that is 14. How is it going, everyone? This is Quantum here, JRL. Junior L's oldest son, and yeah, he only has sons. Sorry, just figured I'd burst your bubbles before you get your hopes up. And I am here to talk about my two favorite games. Disclaimer, no, my birth name is not Quantum. Trust me, if it was, my elementary school years would have been very rough for me. Correction, all of my school years would have been rough for me. Regardless... I'm going to start off my two with a bit more of an obscure and oddball game. Don't get me wrong, it's amazing. It's just not one I'm sure that most people have heard of. I believe Junior L actually talked about this one in his interlude episode that he just uploaded for this one. You should go check that out if you haven't, by the way. The game is called Tokaido. It's a Japanese-style game with beautiful cards and board artwork. A relatively simple premise. You have to play through it once to really grasp how it works. It's not the simplest game on earth, but I played much more complex. So it's not terrible. Ultimately, you're just, the game is pretty lax. You're just taking a stroll through Japan 
you're trying to go to all the inns, going to eat good food, get souvenirs, meet random people, go worship panoramas. Yes, all of that is real and true. And it's just fun all around. It's also very versatile because there's so many different ways you can win and so many different play styles. You can focus on picking people to encounter. You can focus on seeing sights. You can focus on going to hot springs, souvenirs. You can focus on the food. Like, it's got a little bit of something in there for anyone and whatever way you feel like you want to win. My next game is much more of a household name. I'm pretty sure someone here has heard of Apples to Apples, if not played it. It's very fun. It's definitely not like Tokaido in its gameplay aspect. Summarize it, someone picks a category card, puts the category card down, everyone else takes cards from their hand that they think would fit in that category, the person who drew the category card looks at all of the cards randomly so they don't know whose is whose and picks one of them to be the winner and take the category card. Whoever has the most category cards or whoever gets the certain number first wins. It's relatively simple premise, but it can be taken a lot of different ways. So again, pretty dang versatile. I like it definitely because of that. I just like some versatility in my place experience, replayability, a different, a different run through each time. I'm big into that. Also, just it's really funny to see what other people choose because the rules say that you can pick the card that fits the category, but the person choosing could be completely random. They could just choose a random card from the pile. They could choose a card they think is least like the category. Really, the rules are pretty interchangeable. You can do whatever you want with it. You could even mix and match most of them. So it's, yeah, it's pretty great. Pretty dang great. This is Junior L again. I uh, wanted to just make a note on Munchkins. This particular game has become a passion of mine and my family, as we own lots of different expansions to it. There are dozens, and I mean that quite literally, of additional expansions beyond what we own. Part of the fun behind this game is not trying to win or lose. It's the creation of the characters and just the silly humor behind the cards themselves. Having said that, there are a handful of cards, as we've bought these games over the years, that my wife has gone through and just kind of said, yeah, I don't know that this is particularly appropriate for certain audiences, so we've pitched them. I'm not talking about anything, like, terrible, but just something to be aware of before you dive into this particular game. But having said that, it is one of my and my family's personal favorites. So, and now what? Go play games with your family. It's fun. It'll make you happy. It'll make you smile. And what if the only way to obtain your greatest potential in this mortality is to interact with other humans, human to human, bipedal sentient homo sapien to bipedal sentient homo sapien, play some games with others, have fun. To that end, have a spectacular week, smile, laugh, laugh often. Life can be terrible. Life can be awesome. And a lot of that is choice. Choose to be happy. And remember that you are worth it. And remember, the quickest way to a man's heart is with Chuck Norris's roundhouse kick. Bye-bye.